0: In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, please be seated. There's an old preacher's story about a man who goes to rent a summer home. He finds a summer home in this beautiful, breathtaking valley. And from the first day of his time there, he he checks out the view and he notices way, way across the valley, at just the right time of day, he can make out one other house. He can't quite tell much about the contours of the house, but he can tell one thing, it has golden windows. And so he settles in with his summer house, and he he likes it. It's good. It's comfortable. It's not huge. It's not too small. It's just right. And every day he looks across and he sees that other house, that one with the golden windows. And he, he begins to wonder, who lives over there? Is it someone famous? If I were to meet them, could we be friends? What's that house like? I know what this one is like. Wonder what that one's like. And so day after day, the man sort of thinks about that house across the valley. And, and finally, he makes plans to go and visit. He, he packs his backpack, and he, he begins to hike, and he knows it'll take a few days. And so he, he plans to camp along in the valley on the way. And so he, a day passes, another day passes, and with each day, he gets more and more excited. Who's going to be in that new house? Finally, he makes his way up that other mountain and he gets to where the house ought to be. And, and there's another house and he, he thinks, well, maybe this is the caretaker. This is the um, on the way. Surely the person living in this house will know who that is in the other house. And so he knocks on the door. And After a little while, an old woman comes to the door. He introduces himself from across the valley and he says, I'm looking for the house with the golden windows. It must be nearby, isn't it? And she looks at him and she says, Oh no, I'm, I'm sorry, you're, you're uh, quite mistaken. If you stand here and you look way across the valley, just the right time of day, you'll see a house with golden windows. You probably saw where that was headed, right? <laughs> it's his own house, after all. It just depends on the perspective How often do we miss the blessing that is right in front of us? How often are we uh, preoccupied with what's beyond, with what's next, with what's across the valley or around the corner or, or tomorrow or next week or next year? That first reading from Scripture, it's, it's one of my favorites. I'm from the South, and we, we talk about the Bible a lot, and sometimes we don't get the names right, but we say them a certain way. So I grew up saying Naaman. Who knows how it's really said? But I talk about Naaman, the military commander. But I love that story. Here is this important, powerful man, the top of his game, and yet he has leprosy. I imagine Naaman going to all the specialists of his day, probably enrolled in the, in the very most VIP doctor in his town. But nothing seems to work. Until a little maid says, you know, there's a healer over in Israel. He can fix you up. And so Naaman begins to go and seek out Elisha. And he gets to Elisha's place, and Elisha sends a servant out to say, um, Elisha's busy with other things right now, but he says, go and wash yourself in the Jordan River. You'll be good. Naaman is furious. Imagine he's spent all this time and gone all this way only to be told to go and simply wash in the local river. As Naaman says out loud, the rivers back home are better than this river. And so Naaman in a huff is ready to leave. And one of his servants points out, Sir, if the healer, Elisha, had asked you to do a difficult thing, wouldn't you have done it? And yet here he asks you to do a very simple thing. What do you stand to lose? And so Naaman goes to the river, and he washes, and sure enough, he's made clean. The blessing comes from what is right in front of him, and yet he almost missed it. The source of healing was there all along. All Naaman had to do, all a lot of us have to do, is to put ourselves second, try on a little humility, take advice from someone else, and receive the good that God wants to do to us that is right there in front of us. In the gospel, ten lepers are healed, and they're told by Jesus to go and show themselves to the priest for the final blessing. As most of us know, leprosy was not just a physical ailment. It it had social implications. And so even though one might be healed of the disease, one had to sort of get right with the community. And that's where the priest came in to sort of say a blessing and clear the person to live fully in the community. And so the ten lepers go and see the priest. Nine of them keep on going. They move on. Perhaps they're looking for the next thing uh, to fill them with happiness or satisfaction or safety. But that one healed leper, the Samaritan, Jesus makes a point here. It's the foreigner. It's the least likely. It's the outsider. The one who was so often made fun of and looked down upon and talked about. That one returns to Jesus to say thank you and probably to say more. He understands that Jesus is the source of all healing. He doesn't need to look further. All that he needs in life is right there with Jesus the Christ. For truth, for peace, for love. It's right there in front of him. In both our primary scripture readings, we hear about people who find healing. But an enormous part of their healing has to do with what's right in front of them. Naaman in the first story, the leper in the second, and even that fellow in the story about the house with the golden windows. All they need is right where they are. Today we celebrate the love of Margie and Patsy. They've found in each other that sort of healing, wholeness, peace, and love all centered and rooted in a life in Christ. Like golden windows, their affection and love radiates beyond. We all see it coming. We want to be close to it and to absorb the warmth and the light and the love. And so thank you for that like cool waters, the River Jordan or elsewhere, that heal and renew the current of their relationship offers safety and welcome and fun. As we celebrate uh, their courage and their faith, may God help us all to see the blessings that are right in front of us, the blessings in our midst, so that we can claim those blessings, hold on to them for dear life, and for the love of God, protect them at all costs. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.